Hi, and thanks for listening to In One Ear and Out the Other, a veterinary podcast for dairy farmers and their farm staff, brought to you by Anexa Vets. I'm Emma Franklin, one of the vets at Anexa, and throughout this podcast series, I'm chatting with other vets and some dairy farmers about a whole range of different animal health topics that can affect dairy cows in New Zealand. I hope you enjoy. Today, I'm talking with Gemma Guyton. Hi, Gemma. Hi, Emma. Good to be here, and good to talk about what's coming up on farm. Thank you. Often when we record these podcasts, we record them specifically with the farm staff in mind, but today's topic is definitely going to be one for the herd owners too. So it's going to interest everybody working on farm, I think, because the reason I've asked Gemma to join me today is that over the last few years, she's done heaps of work on mastitis and milk quality with our dairy clients, and she's been heavily involved in rolling out the online app that we've developed at Anexa for conducting our annual milk quality consults with our dairy farmers. So Gemma, I really reckon that you're probably the best person to talk to to try and get some of that inside knowledge for our clients so that they can get the most out of that conversation when they're having the milk quality chat to decide their decisions for their herd's dry-off plan. Yeah, absolutely. I know the whole process uh, very well, like the back of my hand. The milk quality consult is a great time to talk about milk quality for the whole season, not just the dry-off time. And that's actually why we moved away from calling it a dry cow consult and we now call it a milk quality consult. Oh, that makes sense. Well, I think we all know that there's probably a, it's a bit of a mixed bag out there, isn't it, when it comes to levels of enthusiasm for the milk quality consults yep. amongst our farmers. <laughs> but I think if there's any, if there's a single take home message that I would like farmers to take away from this episode, it's that there is so much more information that they can get from the process than simply ticking the box and fulfilling their legal requirement to get dry care therapy. Yeah, exactly. Right, let's get started. Why do we do milk quality consults? So we really want to make a nice tailored approach for your farm specifically and for the current season on your farm. Uh, We also want to check in with you how the whole season has gone, how was the last dry off and dry period, uh, were you happy or not through the season, What's, what's working, what's not, and yeah, what needs improvement. Okay, so it's identifying the wins as well as identifying any areas yeah. where gains are still to be made. Yeah. Okay, cool. When's the best time to do the consult? So we want to have it early enough so that we can sort the scripts, uh, make sure the clinic has the right stock. Uh, it gives your vet time to book in technicians for her drive or hepatitis. Okay, we won't talk too much more about hepatite sealing today because I'm actually going to do a whole other episode on that subject. So you can have a listen out for that one later. Okay, brilliant. Right, once the farmer has booked in their consult, what information do they need or what do they need to do before turning up to talk to you? So once the consult is booked, the farmer will get an individual email link to an online form and they follow the link. And so if we have third-party access to things like farm source or minder that will pre-populate a lot of the information that's in the form uh, you will still need to fill some of the stuff in uh, but it makes it a lot easier if we do have third party access and then your vet will instantly be able to see that information at the consult oh brilliant okay well that sounds like the system has been quite streamlined then going from the old paper version a bit different yeah very good now you say that the farmer still has to fill in some stuff so I presume that's the individual cow information how accurate does that information need to be oh the more accurate the better and the more information the better your vet is able to build a picture of what's going on Uh, I remember a couple of seasons ago I had a farm 
the bulk tank was really low and the number of recorded clinical cases on the app was low. So they actually had filled in they, how many yeah. cases of clinical mastitis per month in the form before the consult. Which is great, yeah. yeah. And then we looked at um, the drug sales based on what our system said and they were way higher than they should have been based on the clinical case rate and the farmer did comment that he was spending a lot more money than he thought he should be on antibiotics. Uh, so when we actually got down to the nitty-gritty, we realised that this, the contract milker was over-treating. He was treating RMT-positive cows that weren't actually clinical, and we don't recommend you do that because most subclinical cow, which is a cow without signs, clotting milk, mm -hmm. etc., yeah, does not usually need to be treated. So we sorted all of that out and were able to drastically decrease the drug sales and drug usage on that farm. Perfect. So there wasn't really a mastitis issue on the farm, but it was the contract milker just being just, a bit overzealous, over-enthusiastic yeah, yeah. with his treatment? He was really motivated to keep the cell count really low, like 40,000 and below. So that's okay. where that motivation came from. Right. Okay. Mismatch between the owner and the contract milker's expectations. goals and expectations. Yeah. Great. Okay. And so by having that accurate information at the consult, you were able to figure out why the drug sales were so high when they didn't actually need to be. Yeah. Okay, And brilliant. we had both of them there, so we were able to build that picture. So I guess it, it highlights the how useful it is or how important it is that all of the staff come along to these consults. Yeah, yeah. Having everyone there is great. You get to talk about day-to-day uh, -day things that happen in the shed, uh, teeth spraying, mastitis detection, uh, changing of the liners, and all of the things that are involved in the day-to-day life in a cow shed yeah because of course if you don't have the people on the ground who are actually there day in day out milking the cows you won't always be able to connect the dots will you no no it helps to build a complete picture if everyone's there okay brilliant now what else do you cover or what other information can the farmer hope to take away at the end of their consult so we can provide as much or as little information as farmers want uh, for example we can help you create individual dry-off lists uh, we can do this based on herd test info, predictive calving dates, and even individual condition scores. And we can combine all that together to create the ideal dry-off date for each individual cow. And we can also help to create culling lists as well, based on similar information. Okay. If the farmer hasn't already had his herd individually body condition scored, is it too late for this season? Or can they book in to have the condition scoring done after you've had the milk quality consult? You can definitely still book in to have the condition scores done after the milk quality consult, but you want to have enough time so that you can dry off cows when they should be dried off, based on the results. Okay, so I guess it's another reason for not leaving it too late in the season to have the consult. Exactly, yeah, yeah. you've got a lot less wiggle room if that happens. Okay. Are there any potential issues with having that milk quality consult and still not drying off some of those cows for a long period of time? Yeah, so actually having a big delay means that things can change in the season. Um, for example, the, the weather can completely change, grass growth can change, and production can change. So it's really important to, to check in with your vet, for example. Of course, because sometimes farmers will obviously want to dry off a batch of cows early, so those skinny girls, for example. And a couple of seasons ago, we had a, a 
pile of autumn rain, didn't we? And a big flush of feed came through and production actually went up yeah. before a lot of farmers were drying off. And that can cause some some pretty big headaches if not managed correctly. Yeah, yeah. So it's important to touch base if things do change. Great. Okay, good. So just to summarise... To get most out of the milk quality consult, it's really about the quality of that information brought to the consult. So the better the information that the farmer is able to bring, then the more useful and better the information that they're going to go away with at the end. It's a great opportunity to recognise what's been going well, so what has worked for the previous season, as well as identify any areas that need to be improved. And it's an ideal time to identify areas for staff training. So you talked about having the farm staff present at the consult. Now, we can go into a certain amount of detail about teat spraying or taking milk samples or how to treat a cow with mastitis. But really, being able to do those things cow side is going to be really, really valuable. So for some people, we identify that come springtime, we can get out there on farm and do that training with them. Yeah, and that's actually really important as well if farm staff change to be able to get all, the new farm staff all on board and, and understand your farm processes and make sure things are done right. Fantastic. So having everybody on the same page yep. from the word go. Yep. Excellent. Brilliant. Well, we're going to leave it there. Gemma, thank you so much for talking to me today about all things to do with the Milk Quality Consult and pointing out how valuable it can be for our farmers. No worries. Thanks, Emma. If you'd like to listen to any of the rest of our podcasts, you can find those on our website at anexa.co.nz or wherever you get your podcasts from. Thanks for listening to In One Ear and Out the Other, and we will talk to you again soon.